You are Locked On Women's Basketball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, Howard. Hi, Tamika. How are you? I'm great. How about you? Uh, I'm doing well. It's so nice to talk to you. Always. Um, a place I'd love to start, I, I want to go through and we'll talk uh, just to sort of get your memories, impressions of some of the biggest moments from your career. But at the very start, I am just curious for someone as competitive as you are, I know you are in the midst of essentially taking over the world and every job on the planet, from broadcasting <laughs> to front office, but how often, if ever, do you, during you're watching a game, you wake up and you just feel it, like, wow, I wish I could be playing tonight? Um, Howard, you know what, honestly, I have not had those moments. Wow. Um, yeah, I have not, and... You know, it's funny because I just got done doing another interview and they were asking, you know, just kind of like, do you, like, ever feel like you want to get back out? No. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't, I haven't worked out since last year. And I wake up every day and, you know, I love the fact, I love everything that I get to do right now and mm-hmm. still being able to impact, impact our players and impact the league just from a different role. So it's it's just everyone else who wants you to be playing still. That's what it comes exactly. down to. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, how often do you hear? And how often do you hear that? Oh, every game. Yeah. Every game, I'm away sure. games. You know, we went to Chicago yesterday. Even they were like, "Oh, we miss you out there." Even though you're our enemy, we still want you to be playing. I'm like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Well. Count me among them, but ultimately, I'm glad you're making the decision that's best for you. Um, I, so Thank let's you. talk. Let's talk as we can about the the biggest moments from your career. I have four. Um, Kevin Messenger, you know, the terrific PR person uh, with uh, the Indiana Fever, helped me narrow it down, and then I want to leave it open to you at the end. Um, so okay. let's just sort of go through. The first one is. What do you remember from that championship, finally winning with Indiana in 2012? What's the first things that come to mind? Like, whoo, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> we finally did it, you know. I mean, that's like literally every single year I just remember, um, you know, we have media day, and every year the media runs out, and the first thing they say is, is this the year? Is this the year you're going to win? And, of course, every year you're like, yeah, this is it. And, you know, sometimes you believe it and sometimes you're like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it is. But, um, you know, I really just remember throwing the ball up like the buzzer. I remember, like, in the, during the game, like, looking up. And if you remember game three, we were up, I don't even know, like, maybe 20, mm-hmm. 20 points or so, like, early in the game. And I just kept looking up at the, at the clock, like, man, or at the scoreboard. I'm like, man, is this real? And then, you know, we won that game. And then, of course, coming to game four and you're just like you're so nervous just because it's like ah you know you takes me back to um takes me back to 2009 when we you know lost game four and Mm -hmm. we were up to one going home against phoenix and you know lost game four and then had to go back to phoenix and you know evidently lost game five and it's just like man i hope that that doesn't happen um, but yeah, I mean, look, I just remember looking at the score at the uh, at the scoreboard and just like, God, buzzer goes off, we won, throwing the ball up, and just everything from there was a blur. And just felt, did it feel like validation in some way? I mean, not that you had any shortage of accomplishments even at that point in your career, obviously, but did it feel like validation of a different kind? Definitely, hmm. definitely validation, and and because I remember right before that we had celebrated what ten years. 
top 10, yeah, top 10 players in the WNBA history. Right. And, you know, all the players that got introduced before me, they all have won, like, at least one championship. And I and then it was just, like, me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, man, like, everybody, I'm surrounded by champions. And even though at that point, you know, I had one gold medal. Right. It didn't, it still wasn't, like, validating enough. And so, you know, really, like, man, what do I got to do to get a championship? <laughs> and then, you know, we win, yeah, then we win the championship. So it's kind of like being able to get back into the validation. Well, I, I remember that. And the answer was you, you did almost everything, which was remarkable to see. But let's talk yeah. about the, the gold medals as well. And I, I know this is a hard question, but is there one that jumps out the most? Is you know, 04 and you get your first? Is it winning that fourth in 2016, which very few people have ever done? What's the first one that sort of jumps out at you when somebody says to you, Olympic gold medalist? Um, You know what? All of them. Hey, Dave. I'm going to give you a hug. You know, all, how are you? all of them, really. Thank you. about you? Um, I would say that it's hard to, to, to just pick one. And the only reason I say that is because 2000, the first one, obviously, you know, like I'm still like a little baby mm-hmm. and super excited about, you know, the opportunity to to even be able to come and, you know, represent my country. And so, like, in every year I, I was, you know, the same thing as far as the excitement, but... You know, I th- I just feel like okay, the first year you just you just play. You don't say anything. You don't you know your advice doesn't matter. You just go and you play, and whatever the older players tell you to do, you do. And then the second year, the you know the second time you get a little bit more say. Um, and then the third time, it's like that's when we actually became like the the captains and the lead. And then of course, this last time, you know, just really being kind of those staple players and sure. and being able to, you know. The, the crew just kind of looking at us as the staple. Uh, it, a familiar feeling for you and something I've witnessed firsthand when you went to the uh, the finals and you did that in 2015 by beating the Liberty in Madison Square Garden, what turned out to be your last uh, playoff game at the Garden. Where is that ranked for you, and what do you remember from that? Because what I remember just seeing you from the outside is you lifting everyone and essentially making an entire team play like Tamika Catchins, which was something yeah. I'll never forget. No, you know what I remember? I remember after game one, um, you know, think about it. Game one, we lost. Right. And by a lot, well, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just remember, like, walking past Bill in the, in the locker room. <laughs> Or past Bill after he got either I was, I think I was going to the press conference mm-hmm. and he just kind of had that little smirk that he has and I was like what? and I told him I said we will be back <laughs> let's mm-hmm. be clear we will be back and he just kind of like looked at me and you know we kept walking and then of course we won game two and then you know ended up winning game three and um, yeah like I just remember I would determine like we will not lose mm-hmm. we will not lose and you know, everybody else kind of have that same drive and that same passion, and and that's what we got. And then I'm just curious how it compares for you to 09. So, you know, there you're going into a hostile Ooh. environment and coming back and winning, but 09, you go and you beat Detroit, uh, sold out home crowd in order to reach the finals as well. What what do you remember from that time, and how do those two compare for you? Oh, man, that one right there. You think about it. That was the first time every year we had, every year before that, for the most part, we had played and lost 
to Detroit. So they became like our, you know, like, oh, we don't want to play them. <laughs> we don't want to play them. You know, just from the standpoint of every year we would lose to them. And, you know, that year, that 2009, it's like when we beat them, I literally felt like we could win, we would, like, win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's kind of like how unbelievable that experience was and, and just being able to, you know, finally get a win against, I mean, they were like that thorn, that thorn on our side, that was definitely them. And getting that out and getting past that, that was like big for us. And then beyond those four, is there, you know, Kevin was talking about something like State of the Union and being there, some something off the court, ESPN Humanitarian Award. There's no shortage of ways you've been recognized for that as well. Are there other things, is there anything else that you think ought to be on that list, on or off the court, for you? Um, you know, starting the foundation in 2004, like, that was a big thing for me. And, you know, I just remember talking to my you know, my agent at the time about, hey, I think I want to start a foundation. And he was just like, well, why don't you just team up with another organization? And, you know, like, sorry. And I was like, no, 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 like, I want to do my own thing. And... I mean, it has, for me, it's impacted. It, we, it's probably impacted my life more than we've actually impacted other people's lives. And mm-hmm. a big part of, a big part, and a big reason is just because, you know, at some point, and even then, like at some point, I knew my career would be done. Like I would have to transition into something else. And the foundation has really allowed me the opportunity to build a legacy, but even more so, you know, help help our younger people figure out, you know what they're going to be when they grow up and kind of helping to give them direction. But even beyond all that, just putting smiles on their faces. Well, if, it, if it's helped you even more than it's helped others, the Catch the Stars Foundation, uh, that is simply remarkable. And It's awesome. Uh, well, I, I congratulate you on everything. I'm, I'm not going to keep you because you are as in demand today okay. as you always <laughs> should be, and I know you have more interviews coming up. The, the only other question I have for you is for the people who are in, who are going through withdrawal because nobody plays like you to be able to watch mm-hmm. you play, do you have any advice, any, anything, any way for... Uh, your fans to be able to get through uh, not being able to watch you play anymore. <laughs> well, we'll be okay. I mean, <laughs> Diane is over here wrecking shop, so just continue to follow. Yeah, continue to follow all the record breakers. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good plan, <laughs> Tamika. Thank you so much. Congratulations on this honor and all the rest. And uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Howard. Have a good day. You do. Take care. Uh, bye bye.